every single oh. time. Mike, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hit it with the Smash Mouth. Hell, yeah. Oh, man. Bringing <laughs> you back, huh? It was reminding me of Shrek. I haven't seen Shrek in a long time. Oh, wow. Shrek, dude. Such a good movie. That first one. Yeah, I need to pay a visit to the old Shrek universe. You know, Puss in Boots came out the same time. It's a like a sequel of whatever that branched off from Shrek, and it's Antonio Banderas' character. He's the cat. Yeah. And uh, Puss in Boots came out at the same time as Avatar this year. Had higher reviews uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> and, and there was I think I think it still has a higher score. It was generally considered a better movie by critics and audiences alike. <laughs> Puss in Boots. Oh, dude, come on, Antonio Banderas is a cat. It is. I know you can't resist. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I mean, who's gonna not like that? What bad can you say? I'll spend ninety minutes with Banderas oh. as a cat. Hell yeah, man. How much? Fifty dollars? No problem. There's his cat. So Puss in Boots is 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 a great character. I never saw like a movie, but yeah, I didn't either. Maybe I should check it out. I do like Puss in Boots in that one. Uh, one of the Shreks, that's where right? They, yeah, that's where Shrek's wife brings him home to meet the parents. That I think that you're is right, a, man. such a great movie, man. All the that Shreks, a- fun times, man. Yeah, the original Shrek was supposed to be Chris Farley. And he is uh, it that old? Yes, no. and yes, man. No. <laughs> they even have test screen footage, I believe, with Chris Farley doing some voiceover work on it. Uh, it and if you look at Shrek, he's actually modeled after Chris Farley. He he looks like Chris Farley. Very Chris Farley, yes. Yeah, he, Very it, much. The idea was Chris Farley, and then he died unexpectedly, and so uh, Mike Myers took the gig. And, wow, two thousand and one. Oh yeah, feel old, people. That's right, Holy man. Holy cow. We're hitting 20 plus years on that, man. Dude, that one with pussy. Oh, my God. Wow. I don't even, <laughs> even want to look at this anymore. Feel old. Feel it. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Dude, that's 22 years ago. Pretty wild stuff, man. Um, oh, my God. I wonder if it holds up. I bet you it does. I do recall in one of the Shreks, maybe the first or second one, they had a great joke where she's the chick, uh, the princess is like fighting the guards and they do a mock version of the Matrix scene where the chick is like uh, caught, like suspended in air and the cameras turn around and she kicks the crap out of all the guys. I wonder if that's going to feel a little dated and maybe not, you know, like I don't even know if that's funny anymore. (laughs) The kids won't get it. Like the Matrix. Yeah, you're right. Do you remember the Matrix? I totally remember the scene you're talking about. Yeah. The Matrix was so uh, like huge. They they did that in every movie. Every movie did. Everybody mocked. Uh, you know, did a like a a riff on the scene of Neo dodging the bullets backwards. <laughs> everybody Seriously. did some comedy version of that. Everywhere, dude. Dude, listen to this. With his career's upward momentum continuing, Farley was cast as Shrek. Before his death in 1997, he reportedly completed 90 or 85% of the dialogue. Wow! Yeah, dude. So he died with, with like 15% left. 
they like changed the way it looked a little bit. But man, he it it literally is. They have a picture of him next to Shrek. It's him in cartoon form. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's crazy. It's pretty crazy, but he died even doing it 85%. They must have known that they had a franchise on their hands. They were going to roll out a bunch of movies and sequels and spinoffs. Can't That's do it prob- with a dead dude, guy. They, pro- <clears throat> they probably could have released what they had. What's crazy is now we have the technology where, like, uh, what, weren't there rumors with mm. Bruce Willis selling his likeness to uh, deep fake technology and stuff? You die, you know, and you could probably, if you're a voice for one of these characters, you're you could probably be voiced forever, man. No, that's not a rumor. He definitely sold his likeness. That's legit. <clears throat> oh, he did do that. I thought it was kind that's of uh, speculated, uh, allegedly. No, I think it's like a legit... It's the company... Yeah. I saw He's going to be in movies. <laughs> there was a report, I believe, this morning, uh, on like, the Associated Press, uh, about Bruce Willis's wife asking uh, paparazzi not to... Uh, you know, like, bombard Bruce with questions when he's walking in the street because he has, like, dementia and all this stuff. And, oh, like, it's terrible. It's so terrible. It all kind of, all I can think is, who is the piece of shit paparazzi asking dementia Bruce Willis questions while he's walking down the street? Yeah, why are you even there? What? Leave him alone. People like that should be fucking arrested. You should be able to shoot those people. Well, what happened to everybody being bent out of shape over ableism? Isn't this Guy, you know, I don't know, accosting this disabled Trump person. So you can do whatever you want to him. Uh, okay, you're right. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Frankie's a terrorist. Who, Trump or Bruce Willis? Bruce, well, dementia or not, you voted for Trump. That makes you a terrorist. Was he a Trump so. guy? Is that why he kind of was fading out of the limelight there towards the end? Only doing the diehards? Oh, I thought that's why he got dementia. That was just God punishing him. <laughs> that's right. Isn't that how that works? Uh, <laughs> I've been listening to too much uh, left-wing media. Because <laughs> we don't believe in God, but we do believe he'll punish you for voting for Trump. <laughs> oh, man, the side that supports atheism and Satanism, I guess, on some levels. Uh, huge fans of the dudes with the kitty porn, like the dude in Maryland, man. You know, so it's... Uh, it's I goes guess hand in hand. That's the devil thing. loves <laughs> kitty porn. Oh, man. Biden administration, by the way, kind of caught me off guard uh, this afternoon. They're reversing (laughs) some policies, Mike, because they got some problems down south. Are you talking about about the Trump administration that took over again today, I guess? (laughs) I guess they did in Texas. They took over Texas uh, and (laughs) and the entire southern border. This is nuts stuff. Uh, The fact that I... I basically only found this talked about on Democracy Now!, so please, everybody, make sure you're hydrated. You know the drill. Uh, We don't want anyone I I got to say, this is one thing I do. This is why Democracy Now! Sorry, this is why Democracy Now! is still on my playlist, and I do listen to it sometimes, is because uh, they're going along with CNN. They're going along with the uh, left-wing narrative. Oh, yeah. Because that's what they believe in. But this is what separates them from the rest of those guys. This is where you realize they're truly reporting on what they believe in. Because they're the only ones talking about the fact that Joe Biden totally went back on everything he just said about the border. Yeah, man. And uh... You know what I mean? The, the, the other organizations aren't even going to touch it. 
Not that's like how that. you know they're not really liberal or anything. They're just going by whatever the administration tells them. Democracy Now! is funny because they do report on shit. A lot of the mainstream doesn't, which makes it you know, fun to check in with. But they tow the woke line. That's what's the killer. But also kind of what makes some of the clips fun. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. that woke. Uh, I do spice. wonder why they believe in the trans thing. I don't. That's the one thing I don't think they really believe. But they're afraid to. Democracy like, now. Is... You, you mean to tell me Amy Goodman and Juan Gonzalez really believe <laughs> that this man is a woman? You know what I mean? Like these are fucking really intelligent people who have done journalism for 40, 50 years. You know, <clears throat> real journalism. Democracy now gets me with the uh, the CRT push. They're really they're really big on the whole critical race theory, sixteen nineteen project. Uh, it's probably the first place I got to see uh, Imbram uh, X Kendi. Imbram X Kendi. You know. Yeah, but that but that goes that that's in line with the just the liberal the left. You know, we're always progressing for better. Like, I get why they fall in line with that. Yeah, it's the, tr- the the tranny thing is hard because you're you're doing damage to kids. That's that's just you're doing you're you know the gender stuff. Irreparable damage. Again, we we hit on this in the last episode. The gender hill. Why? Why must why? you die yes, on this yes. hill? What why is are it? You even on it? Why are you on it? But the drag show, like dragging in the drag queen story hour with this stuff roping in the entire BLT sandwich community with it, I just feel <laughs> like people are getting turned off and disgusted by it. And I, yeah. I can't figure it out. I just, all, all the time, it's like, why the kids? Why the drag queens? Why the gender changing? Why do you want to cha- uh, chemically affect what's going on with a 12-year-old? Why? Can we just leave this? Can we leave the, this the only thing alone? that makes sense to me, the only thing that makes sense to me is that you live in they live in areas with like they live in the areas of such high density like LGBTQness, you know that like that group got they, hijacked. They, they by... really believe that. <laughs> I know. I, I think if you live in certain areas of Chicago, it's easy to believe that. Oh, yeah, 30, 40% of the country's gay. So, I'm going to equate this, actually, to the abortion thing. I am getting kind of a, a feeling here that people aren't that upset about the Roe v. Wade situation anymore. Kind of noticed that one kind of cooled off a little bit? Yeah, that died out a little bit. It yeah. did die out. I think they realized how bad it looked when you're like... I don't know. Uh, the chicks uh, taking the abortion pills on live TV in front of the Capitol, that was a little uh, unenjoyable and for most Celebrating people. it, <laughs> and then the abortion tourism, like the, my right. state's going to pay for you to come from your state to come here and get an abortion. It's but like, what? here's what I'm angling at. I argued this uh, about six months ago on the show. I even brought some uh, statistics with me. Uh, essentially... Not a lot of people get abortions in general. The topic actually doesn't really affect a lot of people. And in fact, if the news isn't Half the people in America can't physically. There you go. And we're talking... (laughs) Yes, scientifically, actually. Biologically, believe it or not, biologically. It's true. Can't get an abortion. They just can't. 
It, it's impossible. Yeah. He lost half of the people right there. You lost half of us. We don't care. We're, we're not following. We're more interested in where Aaron Rodgers is going to sign. Is he going to sign with the Jets or is he going to stay with the Packers? We're more into that than anything with Roe v. Wade. It's not that I don't care. It's just it's not even a thought. Not even a fucking thought. Especially when I'm pumping $4 gas and paying 300 bucks uh, yeah. yes. at the fucking grocery store a week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. When I got the biggest raise of my life and I still can't afford anything, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't. I don't fucking care. I don't care about the abortion thing. And yeah. but <laughs> when it comes to statistics, not a lot of people are getting them. They're not happening a lot. They don't. Uh, it's not a common occurrence. Not a lot of people are constantly needing to abort pregnancies. <laughs> so. Dude. It's just not a problem. Same thing with the trans thing, though. Not a lot of people are transitioning. Not a lot of people don't have access to the tools to do so. Because it's not a lot of people. Yeah. It's a small percentage. It's less than 1%, actually, for both situations. So really, mm. nobody, I think, cares about these fucking topics. So for me, it seemed like, you know, abortion kind of a weird hill to die on for both sides both sides could drop it no one would care and you'd each side would probably get more voters by the way uh but w- uh, <laughs> i think it goes also with everything else let it go people forget the trans thing doesn't really affect a lot of people don't die on this hill it's hurting you politically it's crazy yeah seriously and I, it's surprising that the Democrats, yeah. if you pay attention, they seem to have dropped that abortion thing. They're really not into it that much. Maybe, not a maybe they should think. do the same with the trans thing. Because maybe when you play this statistics game, you're not really, uh, you're not bringing on a lot of voters with this issue, actually. <laughs> Dude, uh, you, know what, you know what somebody should get on? Did, did, you hear, did you see that clip of Sandra Bullock talking to Ellen DeGeneres? No, I did not. About the foreskin? Uh, we're talking penises. Let's do this one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, apparently this thing in Hollywood where these chicks get this, like, roller with needles that, like, rolls on their face. All right. Cinder Bullock talks about doing this, and it's, like, really good for the skin. Wow. And Ellen kind of pushes her on what is, what is it, what oh, is yeah. it, what is it. And then finally it comes out. It's like they're injecting this like liquid that comes from the foreskin of boys in Asia. Like <laughs> these wow. boys in Asia are being are being circumcised and then the foreskin is being turned into this like solution, I guess. Uh this must be adrenochrome based on some level. I can only assume because that has you got the fear, the infant the the trimming of the DNA. <laughs> well, I don't think he's afraid in, until after you cut it off. I think uh, you're, even you're in a that, baby, you don't no, know what's going on. No, you're just no, like, hey, no, oh, you're no. touching it. Kind of feels good. No, what's going on here? Nah, yeah. no, 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 no. You're a baby. You see those scissors coming at you. It's the fear of <laughs> even God. Even at that age, you know. You know. Oh yeah. Oh, as a man, yes, you know someone coming at you <laughs> like that with those things. Why are you holding my dick? What's going on? Where are those? <laughs> I don't like this. I don't trust you. <laughs> you're not my dad. You're not my dad and you're not my rabbi. What's going on here? 
The name's Moyle. Uh, so... Moyle. Oh, Moyle. <laughs> Doyle the Moyle. From Seinfeld. So, so, this is a wild one, man. You're blowing me away here. So, the celebs, they're injecting foreskin material into their faces to stay younger? Yeah, Asian foreskins into their Oh, yeah. Yes. I like how it's Asian. I think it has more to do with the Asian genetics. I mean, Asians look very young, well into their 70s. You got to see Wing, dude. The neighbor? Oh, yeah. He's ten. He's older than our dad. He could be dad's son. Oh, that's right. Well, he's <laughs> he's so young. He's Asian. Yeah, man. They age fantastically. <laughs> so well. Absolutely. God, I wish I was Asian. Oh man, they they nailed I wish it. I, I wish I could be. A, I want to be Italian from zero to thirty-five. That's been great. But like thirty-five up, I wish I could change to be an Asian. Ah, see, you what know? you got to do is uh, mix the Italian genes with the Asian genes. Never age. Yeah, Asians hate Italians. We're too rude. That's right. So you have to mix with the Japanese Asians. They're the Italian French mm. of the Asians. I think we've covered this one. <laughs> no, they're the French, man. They're just the French? They're too they're, they don't they don't like us either. They're too snobby. You, you uh I mean? you established long ago the uh Japanese were also the Italians when it came to uh phallic size. <laughs> when it comes to penis size. Yeah, that's, right. yes. <laughs> that's aesthetics only. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, so physically, they're the Italians of the Asians, uh, but oh, they're specimens to look at. But yeah, culturally, of they're the culturally, they, yeah, they are the French of the Asians. <laughs> One of the worst, absolutely worst of the Asian <laughs> culture. <laughs> you got it. I'm glad you decoded my racism. Well, speaking of decoding racism, so did the Biden administration, apparently, and now they're putting those efforts at the border. Did we hit this clip yet? I don't think we did. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot all about it. I got into Sandra Bullock's foreskin. You think, do you think they do babies or they wait till they get a little old? I was just thinking about that. You want to wait till they're older because then it's a bigger foreskin and you get more fear. Oh. <laughs> so you, so you, you get know? like a 12-year-old. Right, and uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. That's yeah, like 12 13. 12 13. <laughs> no, you're supposed when it comes to the adrenochrome, and I-, I have to tell you, like, infant skin, uh, again, fear factor, injectables, we're doing, we're talking adrenochrome here, no doubt. Uh, you got to do it as like close to birth, I believe, as possible. I think that's their whole deal with the uh. The fear and the kid and, you know, whatever whatever comes out of that, uh, you know, whatever energy comes out of those uh, foreskins, man. Dude, the, the shit's coming from, like, China. You don't know what the fuck it is, man. I guarantee you this is just, like, Uyghur skin. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Not they're, they're just skinning Uyghurs after they kill them. Oh, my God. And you're getting a Sandra Bullock. Uh- <laughs> oh like, how do you God. know for sure? It's, did you look at this foreskin and analyze it before they fucking, you know? <laughs> don't trust don't trust the weird tell by the purple tint of this foreskin it is Korean you know <laughs> you don't know <laughs> we were uh, at the pet store the other day getting uh, some kitty food and the dog section the, uh, they had this impressive array of buckets each one with like pig ears and cow snouts and you know all these different you know dry it up and stuff do you think in asia they have a bucket with the uh the foreskins dry it up 
right? <laughs> you can just go there. They got different foreskins, actually, you know, different buckets, and you can kind of sort through them, see which ones you like. Different prices based on size, age. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, right? See, different... Religion. <laughs> see, see, Muslims, if they lose any piece of their body, they don't go to heaven. So that guy's sacrificing a lot more than the Buddhist. That's premium. His foreskin's that's a little more. Top yeah, shelf foreskin, dude. That's top shelf. <laughs> Only Sandra Bullock comes and buys that uh, that brand. Yeah, it's too expensive. <laughs> They charge for the they charge by the gram on that one. The, Fil- the Filipinos, you get get them by the kilo. What uh, Sandra Bullock is doing to her face to stay young, I can't imagine what Elon is doing to his head to stop being bald. Uh, <laughs> probably pubic hairs from Asians, I imagine. <laughs> he just drops a little Asian kid into a meat grinder and injects it right into his head. <laughs> I mean, when you're that rich, you can just buy Asian kids by the dozen. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> All right. Well, or, yeah. or you could go... Let's go to the border. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of people for sale, let's see what's happening at the border. <laughs> you are, you Biden right administration's on. considering a plan to start detaining asylum-seeking families who are apprehended in the U.S.-Mexico border area after U.S. officials had largely ended the practice over the past two years. The move comes as the U.S. continues to intensify its crackdown on asylum seekers as it prepares to phase out the contested Trump-era Title 42 pandemic policy in May. The rule's been used to expel over two million migrants without due process at the southern you can't say it's trump era if we're two years into biden era and we're still doing it it's also biden era like frank he enacted it because of covid that was 2020 it was only in use for 14 months under trump <laughs> biden's been using it longer <laughs> like 30 months under biden dude <laughs> We've already i mean had- you're more than double We've had four train wrecks in Ohio in this time. Are you kidding me? Like, come on. <laughs> oh, Frank, we've had four since we started this podcast. <laughs> Did you see their rea- their answer to that second one? No. <laughs> oh, why are you looking at us? There's a thousand train wrecks a year. <laughs> that was literally their answer. <laughs> I'm telling you. They were definitely <laughs> going to be like, do you see what happened in Florida? Psh, amateurs. Like, they're going to like totally like pawn it off on all this other shit going on it's all corrupt all the, it's amazing we were it's talking so about the different businesses running it all and they're all in cahoots with the government and obviously we all know joe biden's administration didn't follow through on passing some sort of deal with the uh, union and you know we've we stripped a lot of these industries of workers from the vaccine mandates then we didn't give them any money any you know no resources didn't help them find new labor and everything's uh not regulated uh, that's how it is man 
<sighs> America. That's a great place. Hey, we're the best country in the world. All right, don't you forget it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, come on. They're doing, Biden is now doing exactly what they call Trump racist for doing. This is what so I love about this. Are you now this. racist? She literally just described how, <laughs> I mean, well, it's easy. <laughs> It's Biden's doctrine. This is Biden's administration. Not only is he carrying on with the Title 42, he's now about to lock these people up at, at the border. So you know what that means. We got to queue up AOC in the white dress over down at the fence in El Paso. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to see her dress. Oh, you know what her dress is going to say this time? I can't wait, dude. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna say embezzlement. <laughs> yeah, dude. She's under investigation, <laughs> man, for that dress, for going to that gala. I know, dude. It's so crazy. It's incredible. It's beautiful. All right, let's talk about these uh these migrants. Order. <laughs> Silky Shaw of the Detention Watch Network said on Twitter, Biden confirming his Obama 2.0 status with this news. I really hope it's a trial balloon that doesn't go anywhere. But if not, they're definitely going to get a fight, she said. Last month, the Biden administration proposed another policy that would force tens of thousands of asylum seekers to first seek protection in Mexico or another country they pass through on their trek to the U.S. Harsher immigration policies are forcing asylum seekers to rely on more dangerous methods and routes to reach the U.S. In Mexico, over 340 migrants from Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador and Ecuador were found in an abandoned truck in the state of Veracruz Sunday. More than 100 unaccompanied migrant children were among the group 100 unaccompanied children man that sounds like a nice field trip can we check on sandra bullock's uh foreskin <laughs> levels i think her back stock is running low Frank, <laughs> uh, there's no way those mexican foreskins are worth anything <laughs> that's right they go to lizzo that's a uh, you know low class <laughs> Compared to a Japanese? <laughs> oh, man, a hundred kids in this van out of 300. That is, you That's know exactly crazy. what's going on here, man. By the way, we have this administration run by people who are pedophiles. They love kids. They're all sorts of gender I mean, spectrums. Yes. And they love the idea that there are hundreds of unaccompanied minors just flowing through the border. It's really scary. So, How good looking were these kids? <laughs> we got a gauge on those foreskins, please. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, terrible, <man>. dude. <laughs> I think I found the clip. Is this uh Sandra Bullock's uh, foreskins? Yeah. Uh, ready for this? Yes. Very excited. It is an extraction from a, um, a, a, um, a piece of skin uh, that came from a young person um, far, far away, and they somehow figured out how to extract. It's foreskin from a Korean baby. I... It's like, it's... <laughs> wow. That's what it is. I, no, okay. Who I comes don't, up no, with I this? <laughs> wow, man. 
<laughs> you weren't fucking kidding. That's straight up. Uh, it's Korean baby foreskin. The Korean baby foreskin. That's on the Ellen DeGeneres show. This was like a 10 o'clock on a Tuesday. Sandra wow. Bullock and Ellen DeGeneres talking about fucking injecting foreskin into their face. Incredible stuff. Uh, didn't really work well for Ellen, but I think Sandra looks pretty good. So nice. Well, I think it just it gives you what you desire. So if you want to look like a little boy, I mean, she looks like a little boy. Oh, Ellen, yeah, she's got that yeah. like uh, eighth grade. I'm gonna beat you up for your lunch money kind of look. Definitely. Yeah, yeah for like sure. It. Yeah, man. You know, she nails. She nails it. <laughs> I mean, she's got to be like 90 years old, dude. Ellen, not that old, but I can't believe she's still on the air. She really almost got canceled, man. Remember, uh, there was all this shit about how she runs like the worst place uh, studio-wise in the business, and she's a horribly Dude, mean if you can't person. cancel her in 1992 for coming out as a lesbian, you ain't going to uh, cancel her in 2023 for being a little angry lesbian. You know? She's lesbian royalty, BLT sandwich royalty, if you will. Dude, she's 65. She was the OG. I mean, she was the first one, really, to kind of do the big public, I'm gay, remember the magazine cover, and she did it on the show, and it was a huge fucking deal. Yeah, because she kissed a chick on the show. Oh, she did that too? Nice. It's funny that I she, think so, right? It was a huge... I, I believe the show ended up getting canceled, and a lot of bad things happened to Ellen because she did that immediately. But then, like, maybe 10 years later... You know, we had the OC on Fox, and it was literally just chicks kissing, you know, making out with each other. The OC? Oh, dude, did you watch that? Everybody watched the OC, man. Yeah, those chicks were making out with each other just to practice. That's what I'm saying. It's you know, amazing. They were fucking the dudes. Like <laughs> one, one kiss between two chicks, hugely controversial, and then 10 years later, like, it's just chicks making out with each other. That's all TV. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, well, they learned their I'm lesson. You want chicks that don't look like Ellen DeGeneres kissing <laughs> chicks. I'm not complaining. There was a beautiful time frame there where dudes had some good entertainment for themselves. We had the uh, the hot chicks spraying each other with beer in the Budweiser commercials, and uh, <laughs> you had lesbians making out uh, on the OC. <laughs> uh, that's why TV sucks now. It's not geared towards white men. Yeah, that's my problem, actually. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gear it towards me again. Ixo Faxo, the thesis of the Dude Man podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we want babes with big tits spraying each other with beer. Please. Yeah. Thank you. Throw in some talking frogs, and I am entertained. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can even bring back the lizards. They were funny, too, all right? But just come on, entertain oh, yeah. me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, speaking of entertainment, Mike, uh, my favorite entertainment in the world is when the news talks about itself. And nothing was more uh, newsworthy today than your least favorite Tucker, my man. <laughs> I don't know, man. He might have moved up a notch. Yeah. Oh, this is good stuff, dude. Here, here we go. We got uh, the news. Dude, the news talking about no no talking Tucker. Yeah. <laughs> At one point today, CNN was doing a story that was talking about Tucker doing a story about CNN doing a story. <laughs> dude, you're psycho. This is exactly yeah, what, like, what the <laughs> fuck. Dude? You guys realize you're talking about a guy talking about you not talking about or kind of lying about what was going on. Do you guys see what's going on here? Do you not see what's? Are you not looking in the mirror? Are you not looking in the mirror? This is outrageous. How dare he point out the fact? 
that we were outraged at something that didn't happen. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, this is beautiful. I like the outrage machine that started churning through legacy media immediately following Tucker Carlson talking about January 6th. These motherfuckers were jamming January 6th down our throats that <laughs> that Miss Piggy lady was uh, was her name Liz Cheney just every day on the TV in that blue freaking pantsuit talking about how Donald Trump tried and to take Adam over the country. Kissinger crying yes that's right for how long six months dude we did two seasons eight episodes it was relentless unbelievable and now we don't want to talk about it nobody wants to talk about fucking J- oh how dare tucker he's crossed the line you know he's this is a an offense against national security oh my god they're they're saying how like <laughs> the outrage machine following tucker doing this story which by the way he's right on the money and here's the best part the fucking best part is they're f- trying to distract everyone all right, because they don't actually want to talk about what is probably the most interesting part about Tucker's whole uh, expose, if you will. Uh, but let's just uh, do a little quick little uh, dip here into uh, today. They're going to uh, give us the lowdown on how Tucker Carlson is a threat to national security. Last night, Fox News host Tucker Carlson aired newly released video from the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. The footage was provided exclusively to Carlson by Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Carlson attempting to downplay the violence by showing video of people calmly walking around the Capitol. And she's not exaggerating. It's literally a bunch of cops escorting the uh, QAnon shaman and a bunch of other drunks with a, f- a couple flags and they're literally walking around checking each other you know checking out the rooms but did you hear that statement he's yeah. trying to downplay the violence wait, by showing clips wait, of people like, i i would like well if he has if he has clips of people walking around peacefully that kind of downplays what you know what i mean it seems like you guys tried to hide this video footage for a long time <laughs> now it's out and you're trying to downplay it yourself I don't know what I think was going on here. Uh, no, dude, wait. The violent or oh, the violence, good. the words they use to describe Jan Six. Oh, I, the, it, dude, this event gets more violent, more extreme, more people die <laughs> every year. This drags on, dude. Literally, this was the Civil War. It was General Lee marching the troops. It was like so well, crazy Frank, the way they describe this. Frank, we lost thousands of Americans. <laughs> Seriously, they literally describe it as like combat casualties. Like it's like so crazy. It goes Normandy, Pearl Harbor, 9-11, Jan 6. <laughs> as far as casualties lost. And then the Civil War. That's right under Jan 6, always. Uh so- it doesn't even count. We don't even worry about it anymore. <laughs> Dude, the way they describe this day, the further we go away from it. They're using the power of people's goldfish memories and the fact that if they could just keep describing it more violently as time goes on, people will forget what really happened and just remember this new narrative as it's repeated over and over again. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. All right, here we go. It's working. To... <laughs> it is, dude. Swayed his viewers that while there were some bad apples, most of those there were peaceful. He called them sightseers. Other video that Carlson did not air shows police and rioters engaged in hours of violent combat. More than a hundred off. Violent hours. Combat. Hours of violent combat. 
<laughs> Mike, how long was Gettysburg? Three days? This was Gettysburg! The, ah, violent combat! <laughs> days! It's gonna be days, dude. I, I'm telling you, they're gonna talk about how this raged into the night. They're gonna have a song about it. It'll be the third national anthem. <laughs> Pretty sure we're gonna have to light a candle for every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Look out, Black History Month. Alright, we're gonna have Jan 6th month. It's gonna blow you out of the water. Dude, come on, for all man. the victims. Come on. Each day for a victim. Fucking he's crazy. literally re he's releasing videos that shows this is a joke. And you people are doubling down. <laughs> you know what this is? Is they know their audience will not tune into Tucker to see what actually happened. Yes, and they know their audience is, he said, drank bleach. Yeah. No, their audience is, uh, what's that f uh, <laughs> Rob Reiner. <laughs> yeah. I, I had two in mind. It was him or Taki or Takai. What was it? Uh, George, <laughs> George Takai. That was on the tip of my tongue. Either one. They're interchangeable. <laughs> All right, here we go, Mike. <laughs> Violent combat. Hours. Another video that Carlson did not air shows police and rioters engaged in hours of violent combat. More than 100 officers were injured. Like it's Batman 3 and Bane and Batman are facing <laughs> off and it's the cops and Bane's gang, you know? like this. Oh, the nuclear bomb is driving around the city right there. <laughs> you like, see it. Seriously, they're describing Batman 3. I hope you all realize yeah. this. The Dark Knight. We're literally listening to the plot to the Dark Knight. <laughs> During the attack, in response, Congressman Benny G. Thompson, the former chairman of the January 6th committee, released a statement saying, Speaker McCarthy, quote, decided it was more important to give into a Fox host who spews lies and propaganda than to protect the Capitol and the police, members and staff. That you spew lies and propaganda. That's you. Look at the I mirror. Know, that's all you've done. It's your job. You're propagandist. Oh. It's amazing. Oh, my God. You know, what, you know what? I can't wait. You know what? I know. I'm, I know Tucker and these guys, and I have a feeling... I, I cannot wait for the the, the creme de la creme yes. is, gonna be, <laughs> is going to be the video of what was going on inside or like all around AOC when she was almost raped. I, I can't wait so to see the surveillance. We both are in agreement <laughs> of the surveillance of her making the staffer give her the gym shoes so she could run. Leaving the staffer behind. Did you hear about that? Oh, this is real? No, I did not hear about this. Dude, one of... So, AOC, she had to duck into somebody oh, else's man. office. This ruins my whole theory. She let the uh, attackers run a train on her, and they filmed it for OnlyFans. This is, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I thought that was going to be a that's plot, be, plot uh, twist. Dude, that's yeah, you know? <laughs> that's insurrection, too. <laughs> you know... Oh, it's just like any good any good horror movie, you don't really have to show tits to make money on the first one. But then <laughs> you right. know this, the sequel, you got to show some tits and ass. You know, <laughs> it's TNA time, baby. So the, they got video footage of her booking it. Actually, no, no, I don't know if they have video. I'm hoping they do, and I hope oh. that's going to be like their final release. Because there's been statement like apparently everybody in that one congresswoman. Apparently, there's a congresswoman who AOC went into her office during the whole thing. She All was right. like trying to duck out. Oh, yeah. And there was a staffer in there, and AOC was wearing high heels. And AOC like, was scared that she was going to have to run from the mob 
the rapist. Because they were coming for her. Yeah, yeah. man, that's right. There. <laughs> so she took the gym shoes from the like this poor staffer. Wow. And it was like, and like you're literally like, okay, so rape, a rapist mob is coming, and you're just gonna feed this poor girl to the mob. <laughs> oh yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, dude, what a fucking bitch. What a leader. There wasn't you. You weren't even in any real danger, and you threw everybody under the bus. <laughs> you know what I mean? And <laughs> also, the footage kind of confirms. No danger at all. These fellas were being escorted no around danger. the area. They were actually kind of looked like they were having a good time. They were laughing and, you know, chanting. The dude, the horn, the Qunan shaman said a oh, prayer. God. He said a prayer in the, the comments. So, yeah, no, you go for it, man. Did that clip of uh, the shaman walking through with the two cops? Yes. They tried to open, door- they tried to open the doors for him. Then they took him to another route. <laughs> He walks with the two cops in between a group of nine police officers. Yes. They all just wave him. They all like just, you know, what's they, up? They Walking let him through. pass. It's and crazy. then that guy gets 41 months. It's pretty crazy. Prison? Stuff. Oh, yeah, man. Man, well, they need to reopen these trials. <clears throat> yeah, I think this is uh, why they actually released the footage. It's pretty wild stuff what occurred inside there. By no means a violent insurrection uh, no, in any way these guys and, were escorted did you around. See the, did you see that, dude, when they show the footage? There's only, like, 12 people in there. Like, when they did the whole, that's like, sit on me. Nancy Pelosi's desk yes. and shit. That's also what kind of... I couldn't figure out, like, is is that it? It kind of seems like is they... That- remember the footage or the picture of the the group walking through the velvet rope section? Through that hall. Yeah, yeah. All right. And they stayed in the velvet rope. I can never get that yeah. image out of my mind because there was about 15 people in that. It almost kind of feels like they let in a handful of folks. They ushered them through the velvet line and then they escorted them around the premise and, and let them into rooms they were allowed to go into where there was no danger to the uh, actual people who worked there. That is what it felt like. That's also what the now yes. footage that Tucker released looks like. Really yeah. seems like a QAnon shaman dude was set up. Seems like they all were. Looks you like you guys he... arrested. Dude, they arrested seven hundred and something people. Like, there's no way seven hundred people went in there. And it's so convenient. Nancy Pelosi had her daughter there with the documentary crew, and they filmed the whole thing for HBO special. Pretty amazing stuff. So, Mike, I thought it was interesting. You were hinting at how there's some footage maybe that is going to be bombshell worthy, if you will. Uh, I think we're going to see something released that shows Nancy Pelosi engaging in some way peacefully with the people at the Capitol. Oh, maybe. I'm willing to bet something along that line. Uh Maybe that's why I, she's yeah, stepping up. I, I knew these videos were going to come out, and it was going to just be very hard to keep up the narrative that this was a violent insurrection. Yes, and not only that, there is no way you're going to hide the best story of Jan 6th 
that they tried so hard to bury. But you and I on the Dude Man Podcast never let it die, my man. We always wanted to know the truth, Mike. We're truth seekers, and we always believed there was something up with this guy. You know no. it. I know it. I thought he was in Brazil. I thought he was in Brazil, Raimondo. <laughs> Here's the deal. The, the media's cooking up the story about Tucker, but the story that Tucker released was about Ray Epps. One of the enduring mysteries of January 6th is the role that intelligence and law enforcement agencies played in the events of that day. We know there was some number of undercover federal agents in the crowd at the Capitol. Officials have since admitted that under oath. But what exactly were they doing there? The January 6th committee worked hard to hide the answer to that question. We do know from contemporaneous videotape that a mysterious figure called Ray Epps encouraged the crowd to go into the Capitol. For some reason, Epps has never been indicted for that. But there's no question he did it. We need to go into the Capitol! He actually was indicted in real time. That's my favorite footage of Jan 6, where he's literally right there telling everyone to go into the Capitol, and everyone in the crowd starts going, no, he's a fed, 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 and everyone's chanting fed at him. It's the best part about Ray, best part about the story about Ray Epps, I guarantee you. Under public pressure, the January... The point being on that day, in that moment, the people around this clown knew he was working for the FBI. That's yeah. the point. And, and they knew what he was doing. It was so obvious just in the moment, let alone with all the footage and evidence and proof that we have now. Sixth Committee finally interviewed Ray Epps. Epps told the committee that he never entered the Capitol and therefore never committed a crime. His text messages showed that at 2.12 p.m., he boasted to his nephew that he had, quote, orchestrated the protests at the Capitol. He admitted he Damn. helped get people there. Yet, curiously, congressional Democrats consider Ray Epps an ally, not an insurrectionist. Tonight, we can tell you that at the very least, Ray Epps lied in his sworn testimony. Dude, and you nailed it. You said they have arrested like 700 people, but not Ray Epps. The dude's all yeah, over no. this place, man. He's in so much footage. <laughs> He's everywhere at this scene. You didn't arrest him? It's crazy. Nothing. The January 6th committee. Epps testified that when he sent the text messages to his nephew, he had already left the Capitol grounds to return to his hotel room. That is not true. The surveillance footage we found shows that, in fact, Ray Epps remained at the Capitol for at least another half an hour. You're seeing that on your screen now. What was Epps doing there? We can't say. But we do know that he lied to investigators. The January 6th committee likely knew this, too. Democrats had access to the same tape. Yet they defended Ray Epps. No honest investigation would do that. But the point of the January 6th committee was never to investigate anything. The point was to stage a made-for-TV show trial. From the opening moments, the tone of the hearings was almost comically overheated and polemical. There was not a tragedy in American history that Democrats didn't liken to the protests of January 6th. I'm from a part of the country where people justify the actions of slavery, the Ku Klux Klan, and the What the fuck? How staged and fraudulent was the work of the January 6th committee? Democrats hired a Good Morning America producer called James Goldston to dramatize the footage they released. They even dubbed in audio to make the pictures more sensational, as in a docudrama. The networks carried it all live as if it were real. 
Yeah, man. So kind of what we were talking uh, about earlier, it seems as time moves forward, they are doctoring and adjusting and editing the event to make it seem more, you know, enormous, you know, more violent, more insurrectionist, if you will. <laughs> I, I, I can't tell you how many people I've heard say that, like, oh, at least five, six people died. What is with that? What? Where yeah. do people, again, it's the drink bleach or inject bleach thing with Trump. How is it so ingrained in people's minds that people died in this event? Because <laughs> you had two I, heart attacks and overdose. The one girl got shot by the cop with who, a happy finger. The Trump trigger finger there. The uh, Trump supporter. The one only, yeah. only person to die, the Trump supporter. And then the cop that died like four days later. And then the sixth <laughs> one is the guy that died in August. That's right. By suicide. Oh, yeah. He died uh, Clinton style. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was just from all the tragedy he saw. <laughs> you know, he had PTSD from Jan 6th. I'm sure he hung himself and shot himself twice in the head, uh, as they <laughs> always do. <laughs> Simultaneously. It's the best way to go. <laughs> Come on, dude. I think it's really funny. Ray Epps is the fucking topic here, man. He's the most interesting part about this. He he literally was an instigator. He was a huge part of orchestrating what was going on there. There's even text exchanges of him bragging about it. I know. And then when people on the I internet know. were like talking about him, they had to do that expose or that piece in New York Times, and I like, you know, everyone's got to leave Ray Epps alone. He's just a simple man farming out in Montana. <laughs> yeah, I remember that picture, dude. Fuck, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know who that is. It's definitely not the same guy I, te- I see telling everyone to go march into the Capitol. Yeah. Oh, no, we got to crucify this poor dad in Texas whose son <laughs> turned him in. You know what I mean? That's right. Wow. Totally forgot about that story. Oh, that was... Or the- Ohio. I don't remember no, where that, that was. was yes. Remember that dad? Yes. The kid ratted him out to the feds for driving over to D.C. for the protest. Holy shit, man. And then he fucking, like, recorded his dad talking. Yes. What a piece of shit, Oh, yes, dude. That kid, well, he'll suffer the karma in the future, no doubt. But uh, I hope he watches these clips and realizes that it was nothing, you fucking little. Yeah, well, people are brainwashed. They'll never realize it. The Ray Epps saga... My fi- since day one, Mike, we have the podcast evidence in our arsenal here. I have been obsessed with Ray Epps since the fucking Jan Six debacle occurred. He is the best story about it. He's just the clear. He's the mascot of the. He's oh, the yeah. U-Haul guys, man. What happened to the U-Haul guys, by the way? Oh yeah, where did the? Oh, I'm sure they're locked up in prison for a very long time. Where did Frank? the fucking U-Haul guys go, dude? For for a year, it was nothing but the dudes in the U-Haul with the khaki pants and the white masks doing their <laughs> charade and dancing around, acting like white supremacists. Uh, he is the white the, those guys in my mind. Remember that picture for the Jan sixth, like uh. It was a huge yeah the, the, the with, anniversary, and it was like the six feds clearly hanging around like the water cooler, <laughs> all dressed identical. Dude, it's just so all of it is so obvious to even just average, uh, you know, <clears throat> onlookers. It's very clear that 
the government is just infusing federal agents into everything average people do. That's why, folks, I found out this morning, Mike works for the FBI. I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> You're busted. Uh, I'm one of their plumbers. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man, everything's infiltrated, people. We all got handlers. <laughs> the dude, man. <laughs> Dude, uh, man is corrupted. I'm kidding. I would never count you out, Chris Wilson. We know who you are. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> Our favorite three-letter agency fella. But uh, <clears throat> I see your buddies out there in the in the Ford Town car. <laughs> oh man! So we got the Ray Epps saga playing out on mainstream TV. Uh, mainstream TV finally. Uh, all this stuff conveniently kind of leaking out right around when they're saying, yeah, actually, speaking of leaks, it did come out of Wuhan, that little lab we got over there that we're funding. And, uh, oh, yeah, funny thing about that vaccine we made you guys take. It's killing you. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Jan 6th again, right? Yeah, let's fucking, Jan 6? Let's fucking talk Jan 6. We're going <laughs> to... Obsess over it. Oh, we're not going to even talk about Jan 6th. We're talking about Tucker Carlson talking about Jan 6th. That was yeah, fucking everywhere. Insane. I saw it on every fucking station. It plastered. Oh, Anderson, Cooper, Anderson Cooper's crying about it right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is we made so much fun of the, uh, the anniversary that never was, Mike. Remember, I believed wholeheartedly in the orgiastic celebration that would ensue for the anniversary of Jan 6th. And unfortunately, to my dismay, we got uh, a nothing burger. Nobody really cared. Uh, Biden did do a speech. Biden did a speech. But nobody likes Biden speeches. They're boring. Yes. And he falls asleep halfway through, forgets where <laughs> he's at. The real question is, you think they'll do another one next year? It's election year. Oh, they have to. Right? Right. Well, yeah. I was off. I'm 0 for 1, I guess, on my Jan 6th celebration <laughs> predictions. So I'm going to go. I'm doubling down. Ultra orgiastic Jan 6th <laughs> celebration. We're going to do it for two weeks. <laughs> no, but I think they're going to try to do a big deal. All right, man. It's election year, dude. Trump's running again. I mean, come on. What else they got? I don't know if Trump's going to make it to that point, but if he does, and you may be correct, uh, they would have to potentially let out some of the guys that are locked up currently. And then they they would build up a narrative, like kind of like when some of the bad guys get out of Arkham Asylum and Batman, right? (laughs) You know, know, the Riddler's back out on the loose now, you know, so they're going to let out QAnon Shaman and... You know, he'll, he'll come back with his hooligans, and uh, it'll That's be a, a good move for the left. Let them all out, and then you can blame this, the crime spike on those guys. Oh. Hey, you made us let out the J6 criminals. Good call. It's called the, the Lori Lightfoot. I like it. That's a great move. Yeah. <laughs> Letting out all the criminals. It works great for your political career. Trust me, folks. Uh, oh, she's going to fail up. Don't feel bad for Lori. What's Lori's next move? White House, I gotta imagine. She'll be part of the... No. (laughs) No. They give her some fucking cakewalk ambassador job, dude. To Ukraine. (laughs) 
<laughs> she's perfect. No, for not the, that lucrative. Well, you go from one Jesus war Christ. zone to another, dude. She's perfect for the jab. <laughs> right? Oh, trust me, less people are dying in Ukraine. <laughs> hey, yeah, man, that's uh, it's probably probably correct. Actually, there could not even. It's possible there's not even a war going on in Ukraine. I'm seriously no. getting more down on the deep fake technology, AI tech, the idea that all of it could be bullshit. I was watching a report with on, uh, I think it was World News Tonight. The reporter, he was like reporting from Warsaw or whatever. He was, there was a blue screen, green screen thing behind him. Oh. It was so obvious, dude. Yeah, he's in Boston. <laughs> yes, dude. Absolutely. Right next to Zelensky. Yeah. Uh, dude, listen. When when Sean Penn and Ben Stiller was there, I was skeptical. You know, <laughs> That's right. and then Joe Biden shows up and you do this whole air raid siren <laughs> and all this bullshit in Kiev. Kiev. Uh, oh, Kiev. Kiev. That's it. No, now I'm not skeptical. Now I just don't. Now I just it's bullshit. I smell bullshit. I I don't think it's going on. I think we got a, yeah. a nothing burger. If I may quote myself from earlier, I, I feel. It, Kind of gets the. It's a burger that it's about. It's a burger that's costing us a hundred billion dollars. Oh, a Wahlburger, if you will. Uh, (laughs) Have you been to Wahlburgers? I apparently Wahlburgers. We call them Z Burgers. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been to a Wahlburger? I have not. Emma just informed me of her experience recently uh, uh, traveling on the East Coast. Is it like a cheeseburger but smaller? Oh! <laughs> oh my god! I didn't see that one coming! I set you up! That was beautiful! If there's anything he's good at, it's disappointing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, apparently, it's pretty good. Uh, so I was informed that it's more like a kind of like a bar too like uh they have like the old school booths but you can go in they have like a bar area where you can uh hang out have a burger and a beer and watch the ball game and enjoy your time mm. so and apparently the burger comes with uh the wall burger has its own like wall burger sauce of, of some sort uh not i have not eaten it sounded like it was good uh the rating i received uh, i don't uh, know if i trust his sauce you know like uh, I wouldn't either. Uh, I, although now he is a religious man, so maybe uh, mm. maybe it's good sauce, or maybe it's worse maybe. sauce. That could be worse sauce. I, I actually I heard he processes all uh, the mayo with uh, foreskin from Asia. It actually comes from a. <laughs> so it keeps you younger. All right. <laughs> but he gets the old foreskin. It's the cheapest patch. <laughs> so like the eighty-year-olds. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the produce that gets rejected it's still good it's just got a few wrinkles <laughs> yeah he's got to strip off a couple layers rinse off the inside <laughs> cut around the bad spots <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah man we're talking foreskin still that's right <laughs> I mean, that's a remarkable thing to admit to, that you have foreskin on your face. Well, these celebrities, man, and these people in these elite circles, I think they just can't help themselves. They think it's normal to be, like, processing human skin and, like, putting it on your body. Yeah, it's pro- yeah that's weird. That's, that's fucking weird. When you're in circles, 
in groups of people that are into like human sacrifice and Epstein Island and who else, you know, you've, we've heard the rumors of Seth Green and his wife and their dungeons with children. Uh, I mean, like, what the fuck is going on in, in these uh Hollywood Has anybody checked circles? those children's foreskins? Make sure they're still there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just highly skeptical of any kid movie now in Hollywood. All of them. Yeah. You know, just, uh, what's going on with these kids? What are you guys doing? And, uh... I'm not saying I need to see it, but we should have somebody verify that these kids still have their foreskins, just to be safe. It's foreskin check. Well, no, uh, Mike, I mean, I thought Kanye showed us the truth that it's all run by Jews, so maybe that's the entry fee, right? Uh, uh, give up the skin. Is that what? Uh, A little skin. I think Jews would look younger for having so much foreskin lying around. <laughs> I think they're behind the industry. They might be peddling all this foreskin to the Hollywood elite. Have you guys just been throwing it away for thousands of years? <laughs> well, Mike, come on. I mean, they're they're shrewd businessmen, obviously. I, you know, they would well, say no, that's why I'm saying you're not really living up to your expect your uh, reputation here if you're just throwing away gold like that. You know? I think we're onto something. I think they've been saving it for all this time, and they just reprop it, uh, purpose it, and sell it to the celebrities. <laughs> so let's go call it Asian. It'll be great. Don't believe it. <laughs>